Blog Talk Radio.
Messiah, Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are so happy and blessed that you have joined us for this evening's worship service. As you know, the Lord always speaks to us. He always has a word for us, and praise the Lord. And so we ask the Lord to bless this church meeting, this worship service this service where we come together as members of the body of Christ and we experience the fellowship of the saints, we experience the richness of the word of God, we experience the love of God in manifestation. We want to thank you, Lord, for it in Jesus' name. We want to thank you in Jesus' name. And, Father, we want to thank you for sending Jesus Christ to earth. Your mercy is truly great. Your long-suffering is extremely powerful. And we thank you for rescuing us through Jesus Christ, your son. We thank you, Father, for every good and perfect gift that comes from you. We thank you, Lord, for every person that comes to join us tonight, every person who is bowed their head before you and asked you to bless them as they listen, every person that is seeking your face. We thank you, Lord, for each soul that comes up. We thank you for your very presence in our midst because the word declares that where two or three of us are gathered together in your midst, you're, you're here with us. We're here in agreement, Lord, seeking your face, receiving your word, receiving your grace, receiving your love. Thank you, Father, for honoring us. We thank you, Lord Jesus. For Calvary, before and beyond, we thank you. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. Tongue that has risen against us in judgment, we stand in agreement with you and we condemn it now in the name of Jesus. We bind those tongues in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up to you, Lord, everyone in this ministry that's experiencing a loss of any kind. Be that the loss of a loved one or the loss of some situation in life that has uh, severely hindered them or hurt them, Father. We lift them up to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, for touching their hearts and healing their hearts in Jesus' name. We thank you for the comfort of the Holy Spirit, Father, in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We humble ourselves before you, Lord, for we are the recipients of the richest grace. We are the recipients of the richest grace 
Yes, the richest grace. We've been allowed the opportunity to become the sons of God. We thank you for this. It's humbling when we think about what you've actually done for us. We humbly receive the inheritance that Jesus Christ purchased for us when he laid his life down for us on Calvary. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We just thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that washed our sins away and opened a way for us to be reconnected to the Father in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. Father, as we all come together in unity, focus on worshiping you. Our minds are focused on you. Our hearts are focused on you. We thank you, Lord, for the rich abundance of your grace and mercy that flows to us every moment, every single moment, Father. There's not a moment that we're abandoned because we have received the spirit of adoption and we are truly your children, Father. We thank you for it. We give you praise. We lift up holy hands without wrath and without doubting. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us to the place where we're coming to understand the importance of obedience to you, Lord. Yes, Lord, we surrender ourselves to you in your service. We surrender our lives and all that pertains to our lives to you. We thank you, Lord, for the grace of humility entering into our lives and into our spirits, Father, that as we begin to evangelize and as we begin to reach out to people, Lord, they will begin to sense the presence of the Lord. They will begin to sense the very presence of the Lord. They'll begin to feel your very presence, Lord, as we begin to to minister, to say what you've given us to say, to invite them to receive Jesus Christ, to encourage them, to even to speak words that they're not expecting to hear, Lord. Whatever you've given our hands to do, Lord, we do it heartily as unto you. So, Father, we're surrendering ourselves to you, that, that we might be used, Lord, to do your work in this earth that many souls may come to Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Father, for that link to those tracks that I placed in the in the chat room, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, that those that think, oh, this is bold. They don't realize how bold you were, Lord Jesus, when you faced the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the rest of them. They don't yet realize how bold you are and dying on the cross. You challenged everything about Satan's kingdom. You took from him the keys of death and hell. They have not yet come to understand, Lord, that boldness is a part of your kingdom. It is the character and nature of our God. We thank you, Lord, for bringing us to the point that we forget about ourselves, Lord, We are so focused and filled with you that when we open our mouths, you flow out of us. Open our mouths, you flow out of us. We thank you, Lord. 
we give you praise for it in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. We trust you in every way. We trust you in every way, Father. We trust you in every way, Lord. We trust you in every way, Lord. We give you praise. We thank you, Father, for the armor of God. Yes, Lord, we thank you for each piece of the armor. We thank you, Lord, that we have nothing to fear because you are with us. So we trust you with all of our heart, and we don't lean to our own understanding. We acknowledge you in all of our ways, knowing that you will direct our path. We thank you, Lord, for every part of the armor. We thank you for the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, Lord. Father, we have hid your word in our hearts that we might not sin against you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have made us the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We are above only and not beneath. We thank you that you are our shepherd. You supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Lord, if our need is more courage to witness, you have supplied that need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We give you the praise, Lord. We thank you for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We ask you, Father, to go before us and to prepare the way for us to minister to those who need to hear the words you give us to speak to them. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we, t- we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, all his evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers in Jesus' name. We disconnect in the name of Jesus Christ. We disconnect from every demonic spirit in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones, and we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, all reporting, uh, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, 
all electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attack in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Leviathan spirits in their attack, all brainwashing Kundalini spirits in their attack, all water and marine spirits in their attack, all sex devils in their attack, all unclean spirits in their attack, passive devils and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks in Jesus' name, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all sorcery devils in their attacks, all seducing and womanizing and whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks, all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, quartum spirits, and their attacks, even upon our young people. We bind our targeted radio frequency, our pulse weapons, and their attacks. Boise and Bozy, we bind their attacks and return it to the sender in Jesus' name. We bind our microwave attacks, our debilitating sonic frequency attacks. All electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks. Technopaganism, mind controlled by the occult. All force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crime, cyber sex, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. We take authority, dominion, and power over you in the name of Jesus Christ. Reki she ruguru kurukoto rubrishata rabri yarukota rebrishata rabrikadiri dio sola radio sundere briki arukorikise yarukorikise de rebrishata rabrikadiri dio. We bind off 5G and their components, everything coming off the satellites. We disconnect ourselves from the satellites. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We disconnect ourselves from what's coming off the satellites, the cell towers, and through our electronic devices. In Jesus' name, we return it to sender. Rukadia <laughs> 
property. We bind every weapon of the enemy that uses the airwaves to attack the people of God in Jesus' name. We bind every weapon used by the enemy to attack the people of God. They uses electronic or technological devices to launch attacks. We return the attack from whence it originated in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back according to the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the powers of the prince of the power of the air, and we send those powers right back in the name of Jesus Christ from Wednesday. We tear down and destroy all of their defenses, all of their walls, all of their shields. We destroy their protection. Oh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy their protections in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy their protections in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy their protections in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that you release your hosts against them in the name of Jesus. We cancel the assignments of the demons sent against us in the name of Jesus. We boomerang them back from whence they came. In Jesus' holy name. Father, we declare the words of our warfare continue in the airways until they land where they're supposed to land in the name of Jesus. Long after we're off the air, Lord, that the words are continued and the angels see to it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the recompense of tribulation on those who trouble us. May their trouble return to them. Binding our microwave frequency weapons, all sonic frequency attacks, the work of every druid, all 5G and components. Disabling cell towers and satellites in the name of Jesus Christ. Disabling 
cell towers and satellites in the name of Jesus Christ that work against us in Jesus' holy name. Binding electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We return to sender in Jesus' holy name. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, Russian, Chinese, Ukrainian, Celtic, North American, South American, Malaysian, Asian, Arabic, Tribal groups, every coven of witches, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, diviners, and pagans in Jesus' name. We bind you and your works in the name of Jesus Christ. We cancel your works. We pull them down from the heavenlies. We place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. Worldwide cabals, we bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you all with eternal chains under darkness. We chain your works with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage, and to the feet of Jesus to be judged immediately. We give you the praise, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. We bind our Caribbean, Latin American, all Islander. Black and white magic, voodoo, hoodoo, and tribal rituals returned in Jesus' name. Tribal rituals returned in Jesus' name. The work of every sorcerer returned in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind the Illuminati worldwide in Jesus' name. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. All shape-shifting spirits. And we bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. 
We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and the rituals done in the phases of the moon. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all such worshipers and their worship in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, especially spirits of infirmity sent to us from the demonic realm. We send them back. We reject them in the name of Jesus. We bind spirits of supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, you are bound in Jesus' name. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. Defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, despise, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of infected persons upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, sexual weapon, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. We send every sexual weapon back. Every sexual weapon goes back where it came from. Back where it came from, back where it came from, back where it came from, with torment in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us. Astral projection sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender or witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website. Every attack against the website is returned from whence it commenced. Usha! Every attack against the website returned, 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 returned as many counts as Jesus Christ can count. With the torment, with the torment, with the torment, with the torment in Jesus' name. We return all wizardry, all black magic, all juju. Tribal rituals and sins. All Chaldean witchcraft in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it all back, all of it, all of it in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth. O oh God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. Lift up thyself, thou judge of the earth. 
render a reward to the proud. Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? How long shall they utter and speak hard things? And all the workers of iniquity boast themselves. They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thine heritage. They slay the widow and the stranger and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Understand ye brutish among the people, and ye fools, when will you be wise? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? He that chasteneth the heathen, shall he not correct? He that teacheth man knowledge, shall he not know? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law, that thou may give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. Until the be digged for the wicked. For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. But judgment shall return unto righteousness, and all the upright in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwell inside us. When I said, my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. He shall bring upon them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yes, the Lord our God shall cut them off. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, la-la lands, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, fellowship with evil persons, bound in the name of Jesus Christ, death, spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings, and we chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and solely sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, all false deities, 
Isis and Osiris, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' holy name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dogs, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in the name of Jesus Christ. We send the signals back in Jesus' holy name, and we return their craft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow, intention, powers, procedures, protocol, we bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the gods, the craft, the grip, and everything associated with the the Masonic rights, and all the associated organizations in Jesus' name. And we return And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind being misled. We return and loose all retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in Jesus' name. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft and patterns of behavior. Back on their own heads as well as their mind control We bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy And nothing shall by any means harm us We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ And his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe And minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church we repent of an evil heart of unbelief. Rome, we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us. We bind them and we command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. We bind all the devils coming through our electronic devices, our phones, our computers, 
our tablets, whatever they may be. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that have been persecuted and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves and our mode of transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ and the road we travel. We take authority, dominion, and power over animals, over any obstruction, over demons of the road, over bad drivers, and that they do not cross our path in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that Psalm 91 covers us and that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us. We forbid any witch, warlock, wizard, satanist, or sorcerer to touch our vehicles in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus Christ, even between the walls, Lord. Even the spaces between the walls, if we're in an apartment or a condominium of such, in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus penetrates through the walls. 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 The blood of Jesus penetrates through the walls in Jesus' name. Father, all entities that have come to attack this ministry and its members, we thank you, Lord, that your angels with their fiery swords have been released against them, Father. All such entities, Father, we thank you for releasing your angels to do what they do best against all such enemies in Jesus' name. They are enemies of the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, even to the blade of the swords of the angels. Jesus' name. 
We command the demons to turn on their own selves with their own wicked devices in Jesus' name. We command the demons to turn on their own selves with their own wicked devices in Jesus' name. Surely there is a lake of fire for all who hate the Lord Jesus Christ. Rumba baba kushe regede rabru rekata rabru sala de yosunde rabrike de yosula de yosata rakata rabresha da rabrukata. We take authority over all demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, for your warring angels surrounding us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surroundings us. We thank you for your with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your praising angels covering us day and night. Break it, break it, break it, break it. We thank you for the ministering spirits released on our behalf, Father, in Jesus' holy name. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We pull out all voodoo pins, and we send them right back wherever they came from. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, everything sent by the demonic realm, and we return it from whence it came in Jesus' name. Cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and every other form of agreement with the demonic realm, and we sever it from ourselves with the sword of the Spirit. We cauterize the end, Lord. We break down and destroy walls of protection around our globalist shamans, nanotechnology, nano, uh, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, regardless of the type, order, and rank, in Jesus' name, and divinators and liars. We break the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, spells of any kind, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, brain frequency, meditation, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death spirits, incense and candle burning, torment, pain, sickness and destruction, fetishes, charms, psychic prayers and psychic thoughts, every form of witchcraft imaginable, every form of magic, bewitchments, potions, jinxments, death. Psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, evil prayer chains, we send your evil back. Incense and candle burnings, incantations, chanting, channeling, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, everything sent by the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ, including tribal rituals and sins. We send back all hatred, all bitterness, all murder, all envy, all jealousy, all wizardry, all sorcery, and and all the demons that work against us. We bind you, and we send you into civil war in Jesus' name. We return all blindness, all bondage, all heaviness, and all fear 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We return every yoke. We send back every evil work and every evil deed. The darkness you sent to us, we send it back to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all your interference. You so love cursing, it now has returned to you in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you cover us with your glory. Amen. We receive the covering of your glory, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, saints. Our featured psalm for this evening's worship service is Psalm 94. And our verses for meditation come from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 32, verses 17 and 18. Isaiah chapter 32, verses 17 and 18. Our featured ebook. That's uh, is the Prince of the Air Bible Study, the Sons of Belial. Yes, Our guest call in number remains three one nine five two seven six two three five and press one. And if you are a witch, wizard, warlock, or any such thing, trying to call in and cause a disturbance, we send your disturbance back to you in the name of Jesus Christ. We block your call in Jesus' name. Don't call unless you want prayer for your own sin life. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up to you, Lord, all of those that have been experiencing stroke like symptoms in the name of Jesus and and headaches failure of electronic and technological devices victory victory release victory victory release victory in the name of Jesus Christ victory release in the name of Jesus Christ we bind those stroke symptoms in the name of Jesus. We command them to come up and out of the body in the name of Jesus. Come up and out, bound in Jesus' name. Deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough, deep breath and cough. Come out of the mind, come out of the mind, come out of the brain. Come out of the nervous system. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. Come out of the mind in the name of Jesus. Go bound to the feet of Jesus for judgment. By his stripes we have been healed. By his stripes we have been healed. Uprooted, uprooted, uprooted in the name of Jesus. Muscle twitches bound in the name of Jesus. 
all muscular twitches bound in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Loosing the blood of Jesus inside the brains of the people of God, inside the brains of the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Well, tonight the Lord has quite a bit to talk about. Amen. Amen. Cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sin. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness, and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. Take delight in approaching to God. Tonight we're going to talk about trusting in self. Trusting in self. Amen? So, saints, tonight God will speak to your heart. If you listen to his voice speaking through this message, you will receive much understanding. I encourage you to put away all distractions and to intently listen to the Lord. To intently listen to the Lord. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. I'm going to be there in a moment. Amen. All right, when we were last together, we were talking about Lucifer who became Satan and his downfall, amen? And we concluded that it was through that lie that he walked in, the lie of trusting in one's own self, trusting in his own self, in his own glory, in his own wisdom, in his own intelligence, his own ability, his own perfection, his own sufficiency. It seduced him into sin. It seduced him into sin. It seduced him into sin. It was through the self-same lie, L-I-E, of trusting one's own self that Satan, the old serpent who is called the devil, who is the seducer, the the deceiver of all humanity the world over, beguiled Adam and Eve. Amen? God had warned them that to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was to die. But Satan caused them to doubt the word of God, saying, 
Yea, hath God said, ye shall not surely die. He induced them to believe in their own self, to rely on their own wisdom and intelligence, and to trust their senses, adding, ye shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And Eve saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. That was Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Saints, to disbelieve God or his word leads inevitably to faith in the creature. We talked about that briefly. Believing the lie of one's own faculties and senses, your own tasting, your own feeling, your own hearing, seeing, reasoning, and intelligence, and depending on them and not depending on the Lord. See, you can't do it both ways. And most of the people that I'm talking to right now spend their time depending on their own faculties and senses. They've been using it for as long as they can remember. And it's pretty much how they've gotten themselves in many messes that they have gotten into. Ever since the fall, these are no longer, these senses are no longer under the influence and control of the true God and his spirit. Let me say that again. Ever since the fall in the Garden of Eden, these senses, intelligence, reasoning, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and others, are no longer under the influence and control of the true God and his spirit, but rather under the dominion of the God of this world, under the dominion of the God of this world. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians Chapter 4, verse 4. Second Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 4. Amen? In whom the God of this world hath blinded the mind, hath blinded the mind, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. 
You see, whenever you hear the truth of the word of God, if you have not developed a sincere and strong love for the truth, and you decide you don't know about that, you don't know if you believe that or not, your mind becomes blinded because you have rejected truth. You are told that just almost everything nowadays about Christmas time is pure idolatry and has no place in the life of a true Christian. But you see, you have inordinate affections, most likely due to childhood memories that are deeply seated in that matter, and you don't want to let go. Childhood matters. You see, when you were a child, you thought as a child. You believed as a child. You spoke as a child. You acted like a child. But the Bible says when you become a man, you put away childish things. You put away childish things. That's what the Bible says. Amen? That's what it says, that you put away childish things. When you were a child, you spake as a child. You understood as a child. You thought as a child. But when you became a man, you put away childish things. And some people are wanting to hold on to things they should have put away a long time ago. So when the word of God comes by to rebuke you, to correct you, to reprove you, you deny the word its power in your life because you don't want to. Your affections are on things below instead of on things above, as the scripture declares. And you are in sin. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. And if you're not careful, the enemy will use those old cords of idolatry to draw you back into sins that you have long walked away from. If you're not careful, the enemy will use those old cords of idolatry in your life, getting what you want. You know, you're here, the situation is this way, and you want this, so you go after what you want. Not what God says, what you want. It will draw you right back into the world, and it will draw you into the pits of hell. Amen? No, you cannot have everything you want. No. You live your life as a Christian to please the Lord, to please the Father, to do his will. We covered that last time. Your life is hid in God and Christ. You've died to the old life. You've died to the old man. You've died to that idolatry. You've died to those Christmas trees and their decorations. So why are you trying to drag death around with you and call yourself holy? Amen? Amen. So if you choose to disbelieve God or his word, 
it leads inevitably to faith in the creature. That's right. Believing in the lie of one's own faculties. Well, I can't see anything wrong with it. Well, that's because the God of this world has blinded your mind because you don't want to believe the truth. Lest the light of this truth of the gospel should shine to you. Amen. And that's how it works. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So all of those thoughts, that tell you you don't want to throw that stuff out to the curb, you don't want to destroy that idolatry out of your life, you're supposed to bring those thoughts captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. You're supposed to be binding those thoughts. They shouldn't be coming out of your mouth. You see, because the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's in your heart. The sin is in your heart. Your heart has idolatry. Perhaps you'll repent. Amen. Praise the Lord. Man is now born in sin. He lives in spiritual darkness. His mind is blinded. His whole being is ruled by the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, causing them to fulfill the carnal desires of the flesh and of the mind. Man is born in sin. He lives in spiritual darkness. His mind is blinded. His whole being is ruled by the spirit that works in the children of disobedience. causing them to fulfill the carnal worldly desires of the flesh and of the mind. Psalm 51, verse 5. Psalm 51, verse 5. We use the King James Version for those of you who are new. That is the version we use, and we invite you to join us. 51, verse 5. Behold. I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. The nature, the Adamic nature passed down through Adam and Eve is a fallen nature. It's not the nature that God created them in. It's the corruption that entered in once they sinned and rebelled against God. Amen. That's the truth. Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things. 
the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So what do you do about that, Pastor? Well, you ask the righteous judge, the Lord Jesus Christ himself, to judge your heart. Amen? Amen. That's what you do about that. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. And you, hath he quickened or made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. And you, hath he quickened, or made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation or lifestyle in times past in the lust of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. Amen. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says we started out bad, but we don't have to end up that way. We started out from a disadvantage point, but it doesn't have to remain that way. No, when you come to Christ, things change. They change. Yes, they do. They change. Amen. And we are grateful for the change. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Rocotere <laughs> 
Shiba baba baba brokoto roko roki setere brishi rakateri brishetera brishetera broko baba broko teri brishi kiasa rakateri brishetera briketeri diosundera briketi etrobro rakade sandra brokade asha rodese rakateri brishem baba roko roki setere brasha yarki harki setere briketi diola lariasa yes thank you Lord Jesus the moment Adam and Eve believed Satan's lie. The light and the truth of the Spirit of God covering them like a garment left them. Once they left God, they stopped believing God, and they chose to believe the lie of the enemy, the glory left them. The glory left them. The light and the truth of the Spirit of God that covered them left them. Their eyes were open. They were conscious of their nakedness. They were conscious of their guilt. Come into the presence of the Lord, especially in a congregation of holy worshipers and saints. They feel bad. There's a reason they feel bad, because they are in sin. They don't like that bad feeling, but it's a blessing to be able to feel that bad feeling so that you will know that you are wrong. Amen? So that you will know that you are wrong. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that you will know that you are wrong. Their eyes were open. They were conscious of their guilt. Actually, their eyes became closed to God and his glory. Blinded by the subtlety of Satan, and their hearts were filled with the darkness and deceit of the spirit of the prince of this world. So they sought in vain to quiet the voice of their conscience. So they did their self-made answer. They came up with an answer. You know how some of you act. You're waiting on God for an answer, and he doesn't come the second you want him to. You know, you think you can put him in a microwave, push a button, and pull him back out. Doesn't work that way, dear. He doesn't answer as fast as you want. So you come up with your own self-made answer. That's what Adam and Eve did. You don't want to wait on God. You want it and you want it now. Well, God is not your divine bellhop. Please learn that. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. They were blinded. Their hearts were filled with darkness. They sought to quiet their conscience with their self-made figly apron. They came, see, they lost the covering of God. So they came up with a covering of their own. Before the glory of God covered them, now they did their own covering, fig leaves. Ever since, man has had a sense of guilt and has unavailingly 
tried to find refuge in his own righteousness. He's been trying to do it himself. You know, I do it myself. Well, it doesn't work that way with God. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. They'll choose to believe in anything other than what God says. Amen. And it's real. They want to find refuge in their own self-made righteousness. They are religious, but not right with God. They are religious, but they are not right with the true and living God. They've come up with their own manufacturing of their own righteousness. And that will not work with the true and living God. God reveals the true way of righteousness through the seed of Eve, Jesus Christ, who was to bruise the serpent's head, just as the blood of innocent animals had to be shed so that God might cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve with coats of skin, so only the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God without blemish and without spot, could atone for the sin by the shedding of his precious blood. He had to lay down his life on the cross that he might reconcile man to God, opening their eyes again. You know that other crew has a different eye. That other crew, those other folks have an evil eye, a third eye, eye of Osiris, eye of Horus, eye of whoever they want to call him this week. And we close and seal those eyes forevermore in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. They want an eye of their own. It's not going to work. It does not bring spiritual enlightenment. It keeps you in the dark. So Jesus laid down his life on the cross that he might reconcile man to God, opening their eyes again and delivering them from darkness and bondage into the light and freedom of fellowship with Almighty God. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. 
verse 21. Genesis chapter 3, verse 21. Genesis chapter 3, verse 21. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. Clothe them. You see, in the scriptures, you will see that the righteous are clothed. The unrighteous are forever coming out of clothing. And it is so today. Godly women, just women, holy women, cover themselves. Doesn't mean you have to walk around looking like you have a quilt on you or a blanket covering you and all you can see is your eyes. No. They cover in modesty. There's no cleavage. There's no excess skin. Their clothes are not so tight that they're skin tight, and the men likewise. They don't wear their pants so tight that they're advertising their package. They're not pulling out muscles for somebody to admire their flesh. That's worldliness. That's sin. Amen. It's real. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. God sent forth his son. First Peter. First Peter, Peter chapter 1, verse 19. First Peter chapter 1, verse 19. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish and without spot. That's what it took. First Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. 1 Peter 2, beginning with verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him. That's what you're supposed to do. Show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. In time past, were not a people. 
but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. You've been brought out of the world. Why go back into darkness? Why return to that from whence you came? Why go back into the darkness of sin? Why go back into the darkness of sin? You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Why go back to uncleanness? Why go back to uncleanness? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why go back to uncleanness? Second Corinthians chapter 5, beginning with verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 5, beginning with verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 5, beginning with verse 18. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen? That's what those tracts are about. That's what our intercession for souls is about. It's about the ministry of reconciliation, the lost coming to Christ. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. Reconciling the world unto himself. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. And hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. You must be born again. Ye must be born again. For God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Amen? Let me see if I did that right because something don't sound quite perfect. I've been quoting so many scriptures lately. For God so loved the world. No, let me back up. Verse 15. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. 
And this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds be reproved or exposed. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. So, why is it your husband won't come home and say, uh, I need to talk to you about something, I'm caught up in adultery? Why? It says it right here. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved or exposed. There it is in English. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's the truth. It is the truth. That's why when uh, that website that was helping and probably still is, helping people to commit adultery, why it was such an uproar when it was uncovered and the list got out, or at least part of the list got out, because they wanted their deeds to stay in darkness. But God exposed them. Amen. God exposed them. He said that those things that are being hid, they're going to be uncovered. Know that your sin will find you out. It is so. Amen. It is so. It is so. Acts chapter 28, verse 18. Acts chapter 28, verse 18. I'm sorry. Acts chapter 26. Verse 18, Acts chapter 26, verse 18, Acts chapter 26, verse 18. It's the same reason that when the dog does his number in the wrong place in the house and you ask, you stand in the middle of the floor, who did this that the dog hides from you? Same reason. Amen. Acts chapter 26, verse 18. To open their eyes, turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. That's why we witness. That's why we pass out tracts. That's why we pray and fast for souls to come into the kingdom. Amen. Praise God. That's why we do these things. We remember when we were headed straight to the pit of hell. We remember. God was merciful to us and saved our souls, our wretched souls. And we desire that blessing for others, and not just people we know, but people all over the world. Amen. Amen. 
severed from God through unbelief. Severed from God through unbelief. Man has become godless and ungodly. Yet the spiritual needs of his heart are such that he must exercise faith. So, if disbelieving the true God and his word, he must needs believe in someone or something that is contrary to God, in some superstition or idolatry. Whatever form these may take, thus he is brought, whether he realizes it or not, under the power of the devil, who is a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. And abode not in the truth. Amen. Abode not in the truth. Mhm. Abode not in the truth. Mhm. I'm trying to find this one scripture. Amen. All right, Lord. I'll find it sooner or later. Amen. Amen. We'll just go right on. John chapter 8, verse 44. John chapter 8. Verse 44. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. John chapter 8, verse 44. Ye are of your father the devil. And the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Praise God. Eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge in disobedience to God's command. And that command is found in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. Genesis chapter 2, verse 17 is where that command is found in the scriptures. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Amen. God told them not to do that. He was not joking. (coughs) Amen. And just as God expects 
his children to obey him, parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents should expect their children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, godchildren, whatever, to obey them when they give them the truth of the word of God. Amen, it's the truth. Yes, it is the truth. Mm-hmm. It is very, very much the truth. Amen. So, we know that the world is filled with rebellion. So, they ate of the fruit of the tree of knowledge in disobedience to God's command. But the consequences of a changed spiritual attitude, that attitude is they decided to doubt God's word and believe Satan's lie. They got the consequences. Let me explain. Whatever you choose to do, to believe God or to disbelieve him, you will receive the consequences of your choice. Yes, you will. True faith in God produces absolute trust in his word and obedience to it. True faith in God produces absolute trust in his word and obedience to it. True faith in God produces absolute trust in his word and obedience to it. Unbelief, the acceptance of the devil's lie causes us to disobey God and his word and to become slaves to the prince of this world, fettered, bound in spirit, soul, and body, dead spiritually, heading for physical and finally eternal death. So there are your choices. You can either believe God or you can believe the lie of the devil. The choice is yours. God wants us to put our confidence in him and in the word of truth through an unconditional obedience of faith we are to follow in the way of Jesus Christ and so come to really mature manhood, to the full statue of Christ, filled with all his fullness and becoming conformed to his image. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 19. And to know the love of Christ passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. You see what God has planned for us? to be filled with all the fullness of God, to know the love of Christ, to know the love of Christ. Not to guess, to know. Chapter 4, verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4, 
verse 13, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. With such a wonderful promise from God, why would you go back into darkness? Amen? Why? Why? Romans chapter 8, verse 29. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. For whom he did foreknow. Foreknow, yes, he knew beforehand, before the world was ever made, who would end up coming to Christ and who would not. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. We're supposed to be like Jesus. that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all, with open faith, beholding as in a glass or a mirror the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. This is such a glorious promise. How could you consider going into darkness? How could you partake of the glory of the life to come? How could you have a foretaste of the kingdom of God here on earth and choose to go back into the dredges of darkness? Amen. Praise the Lord. But instead of this, many Christians choose to believe the lie of Satan to eat. You will know what God knows and be as God. They accept this self-same lie still whispered by Satan in their ears today and like to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Supposing, wrongly, that by knowing, reasoning, and feeling, they can know God and become like him. This is altogether wrong. When anyone relies on his own senses, abandoning simple, childlike faith in the word of God, he shall soon find himself Endeavoring to worship God, who is invisible, by means readily apparent to natural faculties. 
in the form of visible symbolic representation. In the form of visible symbolic representation. If you grew up in the Catholic faith, if you grew up in the Roman Catholic Church, I believe you understand clearly what I'm saying to you. Amen? Amen. Anyone, when anyone relies on his own senses, abandoning simple childlike faith in the word of God, he shall soon find himself choosing to worship God who is invisible on purpose by means readily apparent to the natural faculties in the form of visible symbolic representation. From this fact arises the tendency of man to practice idolatrous image worship. The children of Israel, even after God had miraculously delivered them from Egypt and entrusted them with his laws, quickly forsook him. They left God. They abandoned him. They departed. They took off. And they lapsed into paying reverence and homage to a product of their own hands and minds, the golden calf, which they meant to represent the true God. Exodus chapter 32, beginning with verse 1. 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 And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us God. Make us a God. Make us God, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we want not what has become of him. Now, saints, these are the same people that knew all about the plagues of Egypt, all about how God set them free and brought them out of Egypt, all about how uh, Egypt Pharaoh's army was drowned in the Red Sea. That was a world power. World power, like the U.S., like China, like Russia, a world power. Egypt was the world power of the day. They watched God defeat a world power, their gods, and their culture. Think that would be enough to garner their allegiance to the true and living God. But here they go. Make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, who's brought them this far, okay, they couldn't have made it this far without him. They'd have still been in slavery. 
We don't know what's become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. Aaron should have kept his mouth closed. It would have helped. And all the people, speaking of that, there are times, saints, when it's not right for you to speak at all. That's another thing God has been preaching to us for some time. There are times when your lips should be sealed. It will keep you and others out of sin. Amen. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hands and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play. Amen. That was not a good day for them. That was not a good day for them. Amen. God, who is spirit, has expressly forbidden all false worship of himself, the true and living God, by means of images and likenesses, the adoration of which is nothing but the expression of man's own carnal feelings, which must, sooner or later, inevitably, lead to idolatry, to the worship of the host of heaven, and to numerous forms of superstition, divination, and enchantment. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. Thou shalt not. Make unto thee any graven image. Okay, so if you see a statue of Buddha that's been carved out of anything, made of ceramic, made of um, a molding clay, wooden, whatever it is, that's a graven image. That's a graven image. Whether it's made out of metal, You know, you go through these stores, uh, and they have all kinds of images, statues of this, statues of that, and people pick that stuff up because I guess that's what they want. They like it for some reason. You have to take care of it. You have to keep dusting that mess. It's not worth owning. Not to mention you got to pay for it, and somebody breaks it, then, oh, my heart's broken, all that foolishness. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness 
of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. So go through your house with this scripture and see what you can find that fits this description. You got this big blow-up Santa Claus in the attic. Well, my. Does that fit the description? Reindeer. Does that fit the description? All kinds of things. They're in the garage, in the storage place. Verse 5, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. Well, if you have to uh, maintain them, you're serving them. You know those blinking lights? One goes out, you got to get something to replace it so they can blink again. Nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Amen. Mm-hmm. Them that hate him. That's what he says. He says, if you do this, you hate him. That's what God said. Amen. 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 He says you hate him. That's what God says. He says you hate him. That's not I know that goes down kind of hard for some of you, but it's what God says, and he's not lying. He says you hate him. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 12. And the Lord spake unto you out of the midst of the fire, When they met with God, he spoke to them out of the midst of the fire. You do know our God is an all-consuming fire. Ye heard the voice of the words, but saw no similitude. Only ye heard a voice. And he declared unto you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform. Even ten commandments. And he wrote them upon two tables of stone. And the Lord commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgment, that ye might do them in the land, whether he, ye go over to possess it. Take ye therefore good heed unto yourselves, for ye saw no manner of similitude on the day that the Lord spake unto you, in Horeb, out of the midst of the fire, lest ye corrupt yourselves and make ye a graven image, the similitude of any figure 
the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any beast that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged fowl that flieth in the air, the likeness of anything that creepeth on the ground, the likeness of any that is in the waters beneath the earth, and lest thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven. And when thou seest the sun, the moon, the stars, even all the hosts of heaven, should be driven to worship them and serve them, all you who still like horoscopes, which the Lord thy God hath divided unto all nations under the whole heaven. Do you know that there are people who believe that they are Christians going around telling you that their sign is something out of the zodiac? They're ignorant beyond words, and they have not read and believed the scriptures. They are worldly, carnal people. Amen. And no matter what you tell them, no matter how you attempt to correct them, no matter how you try to open their eyes to the truth, if they don't want to believe it, they've determined that their personality is a this or that or the other, and these are the characteristics of their personality because they were born under such and such and such, you'll be talking to a wall, a brick wall. Amen. Second Kings, Kings chapter 17. Second Kings chapter 17, beginning with verse 16. Second Kings chapter 17, beginning with verse 16. And they left all the commandments of the Lord their God and made them molten images, even two calves, and made a grove and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served Baal. You just heard me bind up Baal and Baal worship in the opening prayer. And they caused their sons and daughters to pass through the fire and used divination, divination and enchantment. You a witch, warlock, wizard, sorcerer, divinator, here you are. And used divination and enchantment and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. Chapter 21, beginning at verse 3, 2 Kings, chapter 21, beginning with verse 3. Amen. For he built up again the high places, which Hezekiah his father had destroyed. And he reared up altars for Baal, Second Kings chapter 21, beginning with verse 3. And he reared up altars for Baal and made a grove as did Ahab, king of Israel, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven and served them. Worshipped and served. Worshipped and served, and he built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord said, In Jerusalem will I put my name, 
and he built altars for all the hosts of heaven in the two courts of the house of the Lord. And he made his son pass through the fire and observe times, horoscopes, and seasons, and such and such, and used enchantments and dealt with familiar spirits and wizards and wizards taught much wickedness in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. And he set a graven image of the grove that he had made in the house of which the Lord said to David and to Solomon his son, in this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, will I put my name forever. I do it myself. I trust in myself. We're going to pause here and pick this up again at another time. But we must come to understand that either we're going to trust God and serve him and worship him and believe him, or we're going to be left to our own devices. And those devices are wicked and evil. Tell you, Saint, now you can understand. Now you can understand. Now you can understand. Yes, statues of anything. That would mean all of these monuments people are making so much fuss over, they are idols. That's what they are. And they want you to spend your money to come see them. They want you to spend your money to go to the nation's capital or some or downtown, or this park, that park, the other park, wherever it is. They want you to stand in awe of this statue, of this whatever it is. I remember once I was on a tour. I took a, a tour of downtown of this city. And it was supposed to be a historical type of tour. And they got to the library. And uh, the man started talking about the owls on the corner, the four corners of that library. So you know me, I wasn't going to let that opportunity go by. From the back of the line, from the back of the crowd, I said out loud, Those are the ugliest owls I have ever seen in my life. They do not resemble anything that God has ever made. They look like witchcraft to me. That man glared at me, the little guy. He glared at me and looked at me like he wanted to tell me something, but he just couldn't get it said. 
hey, that's your pastor. And they didn't look like ours. Do you know I bound them up and they're not there now? I bound them up and they are not there now. I went through downtown the other day trying to see if I could find them and I couldn't find them. Did I care what all the people thought? No, I cared what God thought. And too many saints care what people think instead of what God thinks. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ooh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Too many people are concerned about what folks think instead of what God thinks. Area code 562. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Area code 562. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Um, hi, Pastor. Hi. Hi. Hi, Mary. Hi, Pastor. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. I didn't know you were going to take my call. Ah, well, I did. Uh, uh, I don't know what to pray for, but I well, thank you for uh, thank you for everything that you guys done for me and my family. Thank you well, for I'm all glad. the love and the cards. I have them all on my really? um. um I would like to ask for more wisdom on where God wants me to be, what God wants me to do for him instead of me asking him all the time for what I want, but more for what he wants for me to do, where to live, what's the next step. That he wants me to do. All right. Well, the will of God unfolds in your life moment for moment. It's not this big bang, here it is. It's as you take one step in obedience, he leads you to the next step in obedience. He leads you to the next step in obedience. And as you take each step in obedience, he's leading you deeper into his will for you. When I was a little girl, God did not say to me, one day you're going to be a pastor. If he had, I might have run, you know, like the wind, away from it. Yeah. He doesn't do that with everybody. He hardly does it with anybody. 
Mm, when I okay. was about 12, somewhere in there, when I had the courage to walk down the aisle in the church, that's a long aisle in that church, by myself, and make a public confession in front of the whole church, and that's a big church. They used to hold uh, denominational conferences in that church. He didn't tell me then either. He kept taking me one step at a time all along the way. He even used my errors and my mistakes to teach me things. So if you're waiting on the sky to open and all of a sudden God's just going to drop down where you're going to finally end up, it doesn't usually work that way. How it works is, He leads you through every step of obedience every single day of your life. That's how it works most often. Amen? You live your life Mm -hmm. to please the Lord, and he takes it from there. Okay. Okay? Did that help? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, I ask that you bless our sister with wisdom and with the comfort of the Holy Spirit, knowing that as she lives her life to please you, as she commits her life to you, as she surrenders and yields to your spirit and allows herself to be led by the Spirit of God, that she will be walking in your will of a righteous man, are ordered of the Lord. The steps, amen? Amen. We thank you for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. We love you. Love you too. Thank you. Amen. Bye-bye. Praise God. That was nice, Lord. That was very, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. How do you know what's going to happen? You don't. You just trust God. That's what the idea is. You're supposed to be trusting God, not trusting in yourself. Trusting God. Amen? Amen. Okay, let me go this way. I got to go this way, I think. Let's go this way. See if I can find. Oh. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Ah, there it is. I found it. Praise God. Amen. There it is. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's been a wonderful night with you. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Now, you folks in Arizona, listen up. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan said he wasn't surprised to No Democrats attended the committee's second hearing on the southern border crisis in Yuma on February 23rd. 
When you've got things this screwed up, maybe it's best to stay away, Jordan said. It's their job to serve the American people. Be honest with we the people and the folks you're supposed to be serving. They don't seem to do it. It's unfortunate. The committee billed the two-hour hearing at Yuma City Hall. The Biden border crisis, part two. Fifteen Republicans and about 200 people listened as a panel of experts described the human and financial toll of the crisis since President Joe Biden took office in January 2021. The panel included... Yuma County Supervisor Jonathan Lyons, Yuma County Sheriff Leon Wilmot, and Dr. Robert Trenchell, President and CEO of Yuma Regional Medical Center, a 406-bed acute care hospital. The conclusion of the experts was a record of failure on the part of the Biden administration in refusing to address the border crisis. Under President Donald Trump, the committee heard that illegal immigration in Yuma County was under control, about 9,000 yearly crossings. In 2022, that number surged to more than 300,000 illegal immigrants encountered at the southern border in Arizona. I've always said it's intentional with this border situation, Jordan so if you've got any bit of common sense or logic, that's the only conclusion you can reach. The administration just intentionally did it from day one. The only way you're going to have to correct it is you're going to have to fight it, he said. At the Yuma Regional Medical Center is the nearest medical facility south of Phoenix and east of San Diego. Over the past year alone, the hospital has seen a significant increase in illegal immigrants seeking medical attention, arriving in a multitude of waves by taxi, through law enforcement, or as walk-ins. Some migrants come in with minor ailments, but some with significant disease. Many are very sick. Trenchell said, some remain in intensive care for 60 days or more because of their ailments. The largest cohort of illegal immigrants is pregnant women with little or no prenatal care. Because of this, many babies require 30 days in neonatal care, Trenchell said. He said residents of Yuma have to be flown to Phoenix, 170 miles away, when they have a baby. Addressing the committee... Representative Matt Getz of Florida accused the Democrats of regarding a humane response to the border crisis. For all the folks on the left who want to lecture us about humane, about humane and open border is, there is nothing humane about putting a parent on a 170-mile journey when they need incubator services, Trenchell told the committee that immigrants often require three times the human resources to resolve their medical cases before discharge. The hospital also pays for emergency medical flights and other transportation costs. The demand for resources is so great that the hospital racked up $26 million in uncompensated costs 
associated with illegal immigrant crisis during the past year, he said. Let me assure you, that number is not an approximation, Trenchell told the Judicial Committee members. $26 million in uncompensated care is not a sustainable business model. The point is that any number is not acceptable. It is unsustainable to have a hospital like ours bear the entire burden of migrant health care. Migrant patients are receiving free care with no ability to pay. We don't know their final destination. We don't know anything about them. The situation is not fair, Trenchell said. $26 million is equivalent to 212 bedside nurses and 300,000 illegal border crossing is three times the Yuma population. We contacted our state and federal leaders, and no one has a solution. They are willing to listen and are sympathetic to our situation, but so far we have no solutions for reimbursement. We've been at this for a year. Trenchell asked the committee for help in finding a payer source for illegal immigration care and long-term plan of action. The One hospital cannot and should not bear the health care costs of a national migrant problem. Sheriff Wilmot said before Biden took the oath of office, Yuma was one of the safest border communities and counties based on our collective governmental efforts. Forty daily apprehensions under former President Donald Trump quickly swelled to over 200 under Biden, and then over a 1,000 daily encounters. He described the trash left behind by illegal immigrants in Yuma's fertile agricultural fields as an environmental disaster. In addition to increased border crime like kidnappings and rape, Mexican drug cartels exploit children and juveniles to carry illegal narcotics like fentanyl over the border into Arizona, Wilmot said. Of the more than 700 illegal immigrant deaths that occurred in the desert, Wilmot's office investigated 70 in 2022. Despite massive efforts to secure the U.S. border and customs Yuma sector, there has been a significant deterioration in the border crisis, Lyons told the committee. Since Biden took office, Yuma County experienced a huge surge in illegal immigrants from 160, I'm sorry, 106 different counties. Teen destined as special interests because of a negative relationship with the United States, Lyons said. The increase in drug trafficking is significantly greater than any other administration in our history. Each committee member had five minutes to ask questions of the panel and voice concerns about the border crisis. Several Republicans call for the impeachment of U.S. Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, for his mishandling of the border crisis. Yuma resident Gail Castricone said she felt very encouraged by the testimony at the hearing. We need hope. We have had no hope, she said. So this has been wonderful. It has been devastating, not just Yuma, but our entire country, she said. The border crisis heightens fear among residents for their property and safety. We're in fear of our own lives, our children's lives, the lives of the community. We can't take much more. It's not just the ranchers, households. 
We are afraid for our homes and looking out for our neighbors. There are more scary people hiding in places in Yuma. Representative Gosser told the committee the American people have been bamboozled by the media, claiming there are only 10 or 11 million illegals in this country. That's not true, he said. A 2014 study showed around 36 million, nearly 6 million since Biden took office. You're up to 40 million illegals for a population of 30, 360 million. 10 million doesn't make much difference, but when it's 40 or 50 million, they're changing culture. That's where this is going, Gosser said. The way to attack the problem is through the power of the purse at the legislative level. That fight's coming. We have an opportunity to defund them. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge. Throughout the 20-year U.S. military mission in Afghanistan, the United States provided nearly $90 to the Afghan National Defense and Security Forces, including $18.6 billion to arm and equip the Western-backed Afghan government. A new report by the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, SIGAR, that's what they call that, found that a significant amount of that equipment was left behind for the Taliban when the Afghan government collapsed. The SIGAR report, released on February 28th, provided an updated assessment of the factors contributing to the collapse of the U.S.-backed Afghan government and the hasty effort to evacuate thousands of U.S. troops, civilians, and military equipment as the Taliban took control of the country. The new Sigar report marks a slight upward revision in the total value of military equipment. By the way, we pay for that. Military equipment, guess how much groceries you can buy with that much money? Equipment left behind in Afghanistan. In August 2022, a Department of Defense Inspector General report estimated that $7.12 billion in military equipment was left behind for the Taliban. <sighs> According to SIGAR, the $7.2 billion worth of abandoned equipment that the United States gave the Afghan government included tactical aircraft, tactical ground vehicles, weapons and ammunition, and specialized equipment such as night vision goggles and biometric devices. The Department of Defense had assessed that at least 78 aircraft worth, woo, nine, ooh, Lord. $923.3 923.3 million 952 air to ground weapons valued at 6.5 million Ooh, more than 40,000 vehicles and more than 300,000 weapons and nearly all night vision, surveillance, communications, and biometric equipment provided to the ANDSF were left behind when the last U.S. forces left the country. 
Taliban units now patrol in pickup trucks and armored vehicles likely procured by the U.S. and provided to the ANDSF. The Cigar Report reads, Taliban Special Operations Troops, known as Badri 313 units, wear helmets and night vision mounts, likely provided by the United States, and carry U.S.-provided M4 rifles. Do you own an M4 rifle? Equipped with advanced gun sights. The new Cigar Report also provides more accounting of the efforts to remove or destroy equipment and the extent to which the action succeeded. U.S. forces managing the final withdrawal and civilian evacuation from Afghanistan attempted to remove, disable, or destroy some of the most valuable equipment. The Cigar Report states that U.S. forces destroyed 78 manned aircraft, six drone aircraft, and a drone ground control station, 57 tactical ground vehicles, six automated air defense guns, and four air defense radar systems that they couldn't remove from Afghanistan before they left. According to the report, most aircraft weapons left behind in Afghanistan were non-precision munitions and aircraft capable of using precision munitions were rendered non-operational or destroyed during the withdrawal. An unnamed U.S. Marine Corps infantry officer shared some concerns with cigar investigators about how effectively U.S. forces had disabled or destroyed critical equipment before they left. There was mixed direction whether we should destroy or make vehicles inoperable. Inoperable. Some guys were told to and then stopped. Other guys were told not to. Some Marines went around on their own trying to make them so you couldn't use them, the Marine officer told investigators. All the stuff I think we left behind I think could be fixed and used eventually. The August 2022 Department of Defense Inspector General Report states that the U.S. military removed or destroyed nearly all major equipment used by U.S. troops in Afghanistan during a broader withdrawal process that spanned months. The report also states that the condition of the U.S.-funded equipment left behind in Afghan government inventory at the withdrawal was unknown, and the long-term operability of the vehicles was likely to deteriorate without U.S. contractor maintenance. The CIGAR specifically assessed that the operational condition of $5.7 billion worth of abandoned weapons, ground vehicles, communications equipment, and specialized equipment, including night vision, surveillance, biometric, and positioning equipment is unknown. The CIGAR said the Taliban have also demonstrated some capacity to use more advanced U.S.-provided equipment, such as operating MI-17 helicopters. The report cited one Taliban leader who claimed that they had repaired half of the U.S. forces' demilitarized aircraft during their final Afghan withdrawal. At the same time, another official Taliban had only brought six Blackhawks back to operational capability. 
Well, you know the devil's going to help him do that. Requesting, thank you, Lord, for the whew, adjudications from the righteous judge on the whew, those uh, requests that we've made thus far. Requesting adjudication. Hold on, y'all. My Lord, that's a lot of money, Jesus. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning China's communist regime will establish a national data bureau to police and manage data resources according to a plan submitted by the regime's state council to the rubber stamp National People's Congress during the ongoing Chinese Communist Party's two top two sessions meeting on March 7th. Observers believe that the CCP's surveillance of China's people is likely to intensify in the future and that the move will serve to centralize resources for the regime's tech war with the United States. According to an official notice issued by the CCP, the new data bureau will coordinate the integration, sharing, development, and utilization of data resources and promote the planning and construction of the digital economy and digital society. The new National Bureau will be managed by the regime's National Development and Reform Commission, integrating the separate functions of the Cyberspace Administration of China and parts of the National Development and Reform Commission. Currently, China's data resources are managed by several agencies separately, including the Cyberspace Administration of China, the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, and the Development and Reform Commission. In the future, all data-related issues and resources will be managed by a single agency, the new National Data Bureau. The Chinese regime says the new office will formulate strategic policies and orchestrate nationwide initiatives in economic development and social control and better coordinate efforts in its competition with the West in cutting-edge technology, such as artificial intelligence and semiconductors, thus reducing reliance on American technology. The planned data bureau will have the power to rule on whether multinational companies can export data generated by their operations in China. Will have the power to rule on whether multinational companies can export data generated by their operations in China. It will also set rules for corporate data collection and sharing such as restricting companies from collecting certain kinds of consumer data or screening the data that Chinese companies plan to share with their foreign business partners for potential national security breaches. Mm, That's interesting. Regarding the establishment of a Chinese data bureau, centralized regulatory power and digital resources, La Linyi, a New York-based, current affairs commentator said that he is worried the CCP's surveillance of the Chinese people is likely to intensify in the future. In the past, the CCP's monitoring of data was fragmented, and only local governments could control it, he said. 
Now it is coordinated by the central agency, which is equivalent to the central government's control, he said, that many of the CCP's actions are lawless, including how it processes and uses data that the public has been denied the right to know. Moreover, the CCP never abides by its own rules and laws, he said. Sun Taishu, a professor a professor at the University of Southern California, has had in-depth exchanges in cooperation with China's top technology companies and Chinese government departments in the past. He revealed that Chinese technology giants Alibaba and Tencent have already directly handed over the data of users, private individuals, in full to the CCP. He said the CCP regards digitalization as a sharp-edged sword handed to the CCP by technological progress. It's ready to sharpen the knife and shove it into the people at any time. Chinese netizens are also discussing the establishment of the Data Bureau on Twitter. Ah, one netizen commented that the new data agency is not a simplification of institutions, but a centralization of power. Thank you to the righteous judge for your adjudications concerning such. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning a coalition of Republican members of the House of Representatives is seeking to rein in fake President Joe Biden, whose regime is trying to step side, sidestep Congress with its planned implementation of the World Health Organization's pandemic treaty on Tuesday. Representative Tiffany introduced a bill co-sponsored by 14 other House Republicans that would force the White House to recognize any binding international instruments on pandemics from the World Health Organization as a treaty. This means that the Senate would have to approve the pandemic treaty as opposed to it simply being arbitrarily ramrodded into effect by Biden and his cronies. The Biden regime is currently in talks with the World Health Organization's intergovernmental negotiating body, uh, the INB, about drafting what they are calling a pandemic accord. That accord would force all member nations, including the United States, to hand over full power and control to the World Health Organization during a public health emergency declaration such as another pandemic which, by the way, they are planning. Oh, yes, they are. In order to ensure the WHO has nearly limitless authority to control the health protocols of all people during the next false flag disease, PSYOP, Biden is pushing the WHO to enact this accord without a proper vote, hence why they are calling it an accord rather than a treaty. The INB intergovernmental negotiating body held its most recent meeting last week. During those deliberations, Biden envoy Pamela Hamamoto insisted that the White House was committed to the pandemic accord as an enduring binding instrument for generations to come. Ha! One media outlet reported about the matter. 
The INB negotiations are extremely preliminary, but a draft agreement exists. The state members of the INB have not yet agreed on what exactly the instrument should be, so its current ooh, itinerary, oh, forget it. I have talked for too long. Is officially titled the WHO Convention Agreement or Other International Instrument on Pandemic Prevention, Preparedness, and Response. The U.S. Constitution stipulates that treaties, also known as binding agreements with foreign states, hold top legal authority in the country. The supreme law of the land, as the Constitution is also called, further states that two-thirds of the Senate must approve a treaty before the U.S. government can ratify it. In the past, presidents have sidestepped this requirement by using terms such as executive agreement to describe their international agreements, especially when an opposing political party is in control of the Senate. The two most prominent international policies of the administration of leftist President Barack Obama admission into the Paris Climate Agreement and the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, or Iran Nuclear Deal, thus gained legal force without Senate approval despite clearly binding America to international commitments as a treaty would, reports explain. The Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action is not a treaty or an executive agreement. It is not a signed document, the Obama State Department Department insisted in a 2015 letter. Since the Biden regime is basically Obama's term in office, it only makes sense that the pedophile in chief is pulling from the same playbook with its pandemic accord scheme. Tiffany's bill would block this workaround and force Biden and his cronies to play by the rules. Congress strongly prefers that any agreement related to pandemic prevention be considered a treaty requiring the advice and consent of the Senate, with two-thirds of the senators concurring. Tiffany's bill states it also implements certain safeguards that trigger the two-thirds requirement even if the White House comes up with another rebranded version of its pandemic accord scheme. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. In a recent appearance on Tucker Carlson Tonight, former FBI agent Kyle Serafin blew the lid on the federal agency's latest assault on religious freedom. The Federal Bureau of Investigation has made it a priority. He revealed to root out terrorists in radical traditional Catholicism which it sees as a threat to the country. They have found a gateway in what they think is fringe Catholicism in order to move into Christians in general and declare them to be the actual criminals in this country or the potential terrorists, Seraphim stated. The FBI is not at all concerned about escalating violence in major American cities. The unmitigated flood of illegal aliens across the southern border or the left-wing civil unrest rioting brigades that destroyed the country after false flag events like the George Floyd murder. No, the FBI is instead focusing on targeting Christians. Seraphim's comments come after a leaked internal document from the FBI's Richmond office showed that the agency is now spying on radical traditionalist Catholics 
and their ideology. The FBI's justification for targeting traditional Catholics is that they have a preference for the Catholic Mass in Latin instead of the vernacular and a number of more traditional views on other world religions can amount to an adherence to an anti-Semitic, anti-immigrant, anti-LGBT, and white supremacist ideology. Woo! According to Seraphim, traditional Catholics are the scapegoat or the vehicle through which the FBI plans to sig into targeting all Christians, he says, the entire leaked document from the Richmond office. Quote, basically is written from the perspective of somebody who thinks there there are significant abortion rights that need to be defended and also an LGBTQ agenda that has to be pushed down the American people's throats, and these are antithetical to Catholicism. After Seraphim outed the agency and its agenda, the FBI reportedly withdrew the document in question and backed off, or at least publicly, publicly on its anti-Catholic, anti-Christian stance. The FBI also released the following statement about the issue. While our standard practice is to not comment on specific intelligence products, this particular field office product disseminated only within the FBI regarding racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism does not meet the exacting standards of the FBI. Really? (laughs) I still remember that Hoover guy, you know? They're lying. It turns out that the racist, anti-white Southern Poverty Law Center played a key role in developing the document. The Southern Poverty Law Center considers traditional Catholics as a radical hate group, and the FBI used this assessment to craft its agenda. As you may recall, former Attorney General Jeff Sessions told America during his brief time in the White House that the Southern Poverty Law Center uses the hate group designation as a weapon and has wielded it against conservative organizations that refuse to accept their orthodoxy and choose instead instead to speak their conscience. They use it to bully and intimidate groups like yours, which fight for the religious freedom, the civil rights, and the constitutional rights of others, Sessions added, in a statement to the Alliance Defending Freedom. I know of one FBI agent personally who quit slash retired after being told to go against American citizens, and I've heard of many more who did the same, wrote one of our own readers in the comments section. Yes, I recently spoke with a retired FBI agent who is also a Purple Heart recipient, and he is appalled by the actions of the agency, responded another. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication in these matters. Amen. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. We humbly submit them to you. Amen. Brother Marshall, we want to pray. Amen. We need some warfare prayers. And Father, we thank you. It isn't just us. 
It isn't just 10 people in 10 cities or, or 10 people in, in 10 areas, Father God, but it's all your children across the globe are calling out recently, Father, because they see the enemy's plan. He's not hiding it much anymore. He's made it abundantly, abundantly clear what he's trying to do, and it's not very pleasing in your sight. So, Father, we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace. Pat Holliday's pointed out, Pastor Sabrina's pointed out, Father God, that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, like Jesus tells us in John 10.10. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And not ordinary life, his life, supernatural life. We can have the greater one come and live in and through us so that we can do these things that we could not possibly do in our own strength. They that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. We thank you, Father God, for the supernatural strength of your spirit. We thank you as Pastor Sabrina started talking this evening in her sermon about the spirit of adoption. We thank you for that promise, Father God, for the spirit of adoption. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace, like it says in Hebrews 4.16, in time of need. He said, call upon the time of need and I will deliver thee. He said in Psalm 50, verse 15, and we ask you to deliver all, the, all your children in harm's way, Father God, from all the plans and wiles and schemes of the enemy, because you're faithful who promised, Father, in Jesus' name, and you are faithful who promised in Jesus' name. He said, if two of you are on earth to grace, touch anything you ask, it shall be done in my Father, which is in heaven. Thank you that your arm is not too short to save. So, Father, help all those in harm's way, even in the areas where Pastor Sabrina read about, about the Yuma, uh, Yuma uh, Arizona area, um, south of Phoenix, Father God, in Jesus' name, where all those people are being tormented by this flood of immigrants from 106 different nations. They're not just from Mexico. They're not just from Guatemala. They're not, no, 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 no. They're not just from the South American nations. Uh, they're coming from all kinds of places like mm, maybe... Uh, Afghanistan, Ukraine, China, all kinds of places. We don't know where all they're coming from, but you do, Lord. And Father God, some of them are well-funded. They arrive well-provided. And when they're provided when they come here, too. So, Father, we ask for your divine help and adjudication. You said you can set up a, a wall that no one could, and a door. You can close the doors and no one else can open. And so, Father God, we ask you to close the doors that need to be closed and kept closed. In Jesus' name, even according to your word, because Jesus said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. And you said in, in Revelation 3, 7, to the angel of the church of Philadelphia, right? These things say he that is holy, he that is true. You can't lie, Lord. He that has the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. So we ask you to close the doors that need to be closed, Father. And we thank you for doing so. We thank you for your glory for defense. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And you said in Isaiah 60, Violence shall no more be heard in thy land, Yuma County, or any other part of the United States of America, or any other place where they're flooding illegal, illegal immigrants in, including Sweden, lots of places. Violence shall no more be heard in thy land, wasting nor destruction within thy borders, but thou shalt call thy wall salvation, and thy gates praise. We thank you that you inhabit the praises of your people. And we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being adopted into the family of the living God. And not by anything wonderful we've done. And we're not going to be like the Pharisees and be, be uh, 
you know, blowing on our uh, on our hands and, and thinking like we did it in our but with our own cleverness by our own strength. No, Lord, that's why you had Gideon overturn the Midianites with only three hundred. He had a whole bunch of them that of his the men that were willing, but he said they're too many, like ten thousand. No, I'm only going to take the ones that they don't bow down to the river gods. They don't bow down and keep their eyes off the horizon. They keep alert, Father God. So we thank you for helping your people in Yuma County and all across the United States to be alert to what's going on, including a lot of the stuff that's come out recently in Arizona, Father God, about the uh, amazing uh, involvement of the uh, different cartels with the different people in authority in Arizona. I don't know how many of them in that that particular area, but some areas in Arizona, a lot of them have very – interesting influence from the different cartels who are making a lot of money not just moving drugs and fentanyl not just but moving people to make a whole lot more money Tra- uh, trafficking illegal uh, uh, children father god it, for what purpose oh we don't really know do we but all these kind of hundreds of thousands of children that just disappear we see a few of them on i used to have them on milk cartons or the little flyers people get in the grocery stores or wherever. Have you seen this person? <laughs> Father God, so many people, including the people of this land. Save the children, Father. Big children, little children, including those coming across the southern border. Some of their fathers have been bamboozled and duped. Oh, you have a child that has this wonderful privilege and opportunity. We're going to take your daughter to America. She'll be very successful and have a wonderful life. Oh, really? But Daddy couldn't go with her to protect her. Who took her, her little pretend aunt, her pretend somebody? Father God, we ask you to protect all those involved with drug trafficking and and illegal immigrants and all the rest of it, Father. And Father God, we ask that the legislation will stand up and defund the ATF and whatever else needs to be defunded, Father God. Give them the Holy Ghost boldness to stand against the uh, whatever cartel it is in Mexico and up the people that are on the dole. Father God, including in Arizona and all across the United States, Father God, including the so-called red states that have a mixture, Father God, the so-called uh, different parties, which are really a uniparty, Father God. So many of them actually, the rhinos, there's a whole lot of rhinos, Father God. We ask you to send the Holy Ghost. We do pray for those who despitefully use this, Father. If you can save the souls of any of those involved, Father God, grant them the gifts that they can receive. If they can receive it, Lord, send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction. Only you can do it. Send the angels to read the Word of God. Some of them may have never heard the Word of God. I was over 30 years old. I never really heard any scripture, not even John 3:16. I don't think. I mean, I heard I went to a school. that was supposed to have, have some uh, Christian roots, Father God, and I did hear the Christmas story, the real Christmas story, which was lovely from Luke 2 when I was going. But I didn't hear the actual gospel until I got to high school. And even then, I didn't have ears to hear. Because what? The enemy comes to blind the minds that don't know, that can't receive. Father God, we thank you for taking the blinders off, including the Jewish people that can have their blinders removed. If their heart can turn to the Lord, the veil is going to be removed. Father, we ask you to remove the veil and wake up the body of Christ all over the earth. And we do pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the peace in the United States, the peace in every nation, including Europe. Father God, And we thank you, Father God, for the divine intervention, because you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. Even as I heard recently about two citizens from Switzerland that have filed a lawsuit against uh, Pfizer and actually was accepted in New York State, which is an absolute miracle that they could file a lawsuit. And in Switzerland, it's a criminal lawsuit, but in the United States, it's a civil lawsuit. 
but they're trying to bring uh, they bring this to light, Father God, that they knew that this was not healthy, was not helpful for people, and yet they gave it out and are still pushing it. Father God, we ask for it. What are they doing that? Oh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Who's the enemy? We love every human being, but, Father, we bind every one of those witchcraft spirits coming against every one of us, not only from the drug cartels and all the rest of it, not only from the politicians and the, and the people and the CEOs and the big corporations that have bowed the knees to Satan, that go to the Masonic Lodges. We bind every witchcraft curse signed against all your children, Father God. Cut about that, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Not only Matthew 18, 18, Matthew 16, 19. We first bind the strong man, the mind minder, Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound in Jesus, and we cancel your assignments. And every witchcraft curse sent against all of us return at least sevenfold on the heads of the spirits of sin. And do those spirits intend to death in Jesus' name, according to your word, Father God, at least sevenfold with continued repetitions, according to Psalm 79, 12, and Proverbs 6, 30, and 31. And we thank you for uncovering what the enemy's been up to and bringing it all into the light, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory what you have done, are doing, and continuing to do in Jesus' name. We give you praise and honor, Father. We thank you, Father, for what you've done. We do speak confusion, division, and we can't because Jesus says over in Mark 3, 26 and 27, and if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods because he will first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house. Satan, you the strong man, the mind binder, are bound. All your underlings are bound. Your assignment is to steal, kill, and or destroy. Bound and gagged in Jesus' name. As joined heirs with Christ. In Jesus' name. We cancel your assignment. Not only with all this attack coming against the people of the United States of America, including in Arizona, including the profound disgusting withdrawal from Afghanistan, which was not a little bit of a mistake. It was an absolute abominable planned nonsense, Father God, to transfer all these military assets and give them to who? Give them to who? Maybe China has access to them. Whoever, not just the Afghans. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for your divine help and adjudication, Father God, in Jesus' name. Those people that made these things, all these plans, Father God, including the withdrawal from Afghanistan, which has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Oh, Father. I heard a, a Marine who was terribly injured in that in that botched withdrawal. He, horrifically, almost died, Father God, and he was so controlled. We thank you for his amazing strength and grace to just tell it like it was, Father God. Tell it like what really happened. <coughs> they were not even given permission to defend themselves, Father God. Twitter, because his legs were probably blown off and his belly ripped open. They couldn't even protect themselves. They he could see what was going on. He knew what was going on, but he did not have permission from above because the above people were controlled by who? Satan's little henchman, Father God. Little henchman. It was not an accident, Father God. Yes, he maybe he had what was looked like an accident, but it wasn't an accident. So, Father, these people that are planning these nasty things, Father God, against your people, including those coming from the CCP that are trying to control not just their people, trying to get a, a, a increased control of all the artificial intelligence and all the data. They have plenty of it already, and don't they have most of it. But, Father God, <clears throat> we ask for your divine help and adjudication. Those people that made a pit and digged it, like it says in Psalm 7, verse 15, is fallen into the ditch which he made. His mischief shall return upon his own head, and his violent dealings shall come down upon his own pate. And in Psalm 9, 15, and following, 
Kudobu said, the heathen are sunk down in the pit which they made, in the net which they cut their own, in the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he has, which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. And you told us to think about that. The wicked shall be turned into hell. If they don't repent, Father God, but you can give them that opportunity. But if they don't repent, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. Father, we thank you for the great awakening. We thank you that people are turning in this nation, turning back to the living God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten and the expectation of the poor shall not perish. The wicked in his pride doth persecute the poor that they be taken in the devices that they have imagined. We ask you for your divine help and intervention in every one of these situations, Father God, in Jesus' name. And it's written in Psalm 92, verse 9. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, they, if they don't love your people, they don't love you because Jesus you said, whatever you do the least of these, you did it unto me. O Lord, what they're doing to your children. For lo, thine enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. So we speak confusion, division, the enemy's camp. Confusion, division, division, confusion. Confusion, di confusion, the enemy's camp. And we also speak blindness to the enemy, muteness to the enemy. They may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to all your saints, Father God, wherever they are. Those that are standing for the truth, Father God, as best they know how. We thank you for many, many people standing up for the truth now, Father God, including in the U.S. Congress. We thank you for Representative Tom Tiffany from Wisconsin, Father God, introducing the pill to circumnavigate the deep state's plans or whatever you want to call it, the ulterior government's plans. We really hate the American people. In fact, they want to kill the American people. Their plans to try and ram through this, this thing where they're going to hand over U.S. sovereignty to a foreign nation co controlled by who? Who's the WHO controlled by? Oh, who is he a little puppet of? Oh, the CCP. Who's Biden a puppet of? Uh, some people say his son took a lot of bribes from China. And maybe he had a little involvement in that, Father God. A lot of stuff's coming to light. We thank you for bringing everything into the light, Father God. All that the enemy had planned, Father God, in Jesus, and bringing everything into the light. We give you praise and honor and glory for what you have done, are doing, and going to do. And you said, The gates of hell will not prevail, none of the B&M gates, any of the gates of hell will not prevail against your people, Father God, in Jesus' name. Because Jesus said, but who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter said, Thou art the Christ. Who's the Christ? The Messiah. Who's the Messiah? The anointed Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said, And blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Thank you, Father, for the revelation you gave to Simon Peter. And I say unto thee, And thou art Peter, and upon this rock, this rock of revelation, I will build my church, Jesus says, and he cannot lie, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen and amen and amen. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Father, we ask you to grant the people, including those in the U.S. Congress that are standing up for the truth as best they know how, including this fellow Tiffany, Father God, and all those that are trying to uh, keep the deep state from ramming their, their evil plans to, Father God, including those that have exposed what's going on. And we thank you for the many, many times we pray that you would expose 
what the enemy is trying to do, Father God. And we thank you, Father, for doing so, including what the uh, kind of the FBI has been doing as, as the the manager for the deep state, Father God, trying to target Christians and starting with the Roman Catholics, Father God, as a hate group. But, Father, you said, nothing is secret that shall not be man- made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for bringing all these things to the light, Father God, in Jesus' name. Help us all to do what you tell us to do in, in Jesus' name. In, in Mark chapter 4, God almost said it again, starting verse 22, Jesus says, For there is nothing hid that shall not, shall not be manifest, and neither is anything kept secret that it shall not come abroad. We thank you for bringing all these things into the light. The enemy likes to hide, just like Pastor Sabrina said. Even the dog, if he's caught making a mess in the house and he knows he's not supposed to, he wants to go hide. And some of that's why you see uh, 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 people who have been convicted and they're coming out of the courthouse. They want to hide their face so they don't have their, 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 fit, their photograph shown up on the, on the front page of the local paper. <clears throat> if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Help us have ears to hear your voice, Lord Jesus. Jesus, the Father said, this is my beloved son. Hear him. We need to listen to him more than the evening news. Because the evening news are just told by people. Even on the alternative media site, they're just telling it the way they see it. But they're not God. But you know everything that's going on. You even can tell us what's going to happen in the future. We thank you for the gift of your spirit, Father God. He even shows us what's going to happen. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. Help all of your servants to take heed what you hear. For with what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you. And to you that hear shall more be given. And did you tell us that you can't forgive us if we don't forgive everyone? So we choose by an act of our will to forget every human being made in your image because we all want to make heaven. And we know that if we don't forgive, you cannot forgive us. We can't carry grudges. Well, some people have done this dirt. Yes, <laughs> almost everybody. Some people more than others. Some people have had been involved with satanic ritual abuse by their parents who look like upstanding citizens and deacons in the local church and a lawyer and all the rest of it, but they just have get together to worship Satan in their spare time. And maybe that's their primary focus. But, Father, our primary focus is fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and that will keep them in perfect peace as mind is staying on me. Since Christ is in us, Emmanuel, God with us, and together with God, nothing should be impossible. Faith in you're bound, all your unbelievers are bound from our position, seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to the scripture over there in Ephesians chapter 2 particularly around verse 6, according to Proverbs 18.10, for the name of the Lord is a strong power, the righteous run into it in their state. That's the name above all names. His name is far above all principality and power and rule and dominion in this life and, and, the, and, the, and in the future, in this world and the world to come. So Satan, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every one of your underlings, every spirit of mammon is bound, every spirit of love of money is bound, all spirits of greed and corruption, all spirits of sexual perversion, all marine spiritual waters dried up, asmodus, osmodus, incubus, succubus, all bound and gagged, and every witchcraft curse sent against every one of us, including from electronic devices to through uh, cell phones and every other thing. No weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. How do we become righteous? Only by the blood of Jesus. Yes, it's good to pray and fast. Yes, we can have increasing faith when we do it your way, Lord. And as we spend time waiting on you, bound together, twisted together in the bundle of life with you, you can use us for your purposes. Then we'll be at total peace no matter what's going on, Father God. We'll be at total peace. Like that man who used to be Hindu who came into the <coughs> from Nepal. <coughs> Father God, 
when he was told he had to do what the gunman told him to do, he said, my God told me to stay here. You go ahead. And the man tried to kill him, and the gun would not prosper. No weapon formed against him would prosper. And we thank you, Father God. When somebody tried to kill Pat Holliday, even shunned a shotgun in her belly, she said, I bind you in Jesus' name. Now, she loved the man, but she knew it was just demons in him. She had to separate the demons in him from the man. You can't love somebody if you think he's your enemy. So we love the people, Father God, that are still human beings, not just AI robots, not just completely mind-controlled Manchurian candidates. That, and we do cancel all their trigger tones, trigger words of all the Manchurian candidates, all the planned false flags that they have planned, all the next planned pandemic, as Pastor Sabrina's alluded to. <coughs> I heard somebody say, they don't plan to do the next one to 2025. <laughs> maybe that's true, maybe it isn't. <clears throat> what just happened in western Ohio, it wasn't exactly a pandemic, but it was not exactly an accident either, Father God, because they had a movie put out about it about a year before, same place, same town, about a toxic, toxic train derailment. Isn't that funny? They had a movie put out just before that happened because the enemy has to tell us what he's planning to do before he does it. So we thank you, Father God, that all the enemy's trying to do is trying to tell us what they're planning to do to control your people. But you give us all power in heaven and earth. And because why? Not in heaven, per se. You give us the earth, it says in Psalm 115, verse 16, because the earth is the... But the earth have you given to the children of the men. So we take authority over this dominion you've given us, Lord. And from our position seated in heavenly places, we command that we know for the flow of power communications from the demons down in the second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those who are interstate for, including those in the U.S. government, including those in the CCP, including those in the Masonic Lodge, and those in the FBI, and all these different three-letter agencies that do not serve the American people. They serve their masters. Who's their master? Their boss that pays their paycheck. And some of the FBI agents have turned whistleblowers. Some have left. Some have retired. But, Father God, and we thank you for the many that are standing for the truth. We thank you for the many in the military that didn't go along with the with with jab nonsense, Father God, to totally weaken the U.S. military to make sure that Biden got a good pat on the back from the CCP buddies. And, and from those that are serving, those other deep state characters, we, we bind every one of the demons operating through them. We bind you, Satan, every one of your spirits seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. You bind every spirit of Zeus trying to operate, trying to stir up a civil war in the Middle East right now, Father God, trying to stir up civil war in the United States between, oh, oh, oh the, 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 the awake majority, the LGBTQ. They must be a majority because we hear about them all the time from the mainstream news media. Are they the majority? Or is it the silent majority? Are there more with us than with them? There are more with us than with them. It's not just Roman Catholics. It's, it's all the believers in the one true living God. And we thank you about it. Some of the Roman Catholics actually do believe in the one true living God. Some of them are into idolatry. So, Father, we ask you to save them, Father. You told them, come out of her, my people. You said in the, in the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 17 or 18, somewhere in there, come out of her, my people. Some of them really do worship the true and living God. One of them was a friend of my mom. She really loved the Lord Jesus, but you still hung out there in the Catholic tradition. Father God, save those that can be saved. And we ask you to do so, Father God, and grant them the gifts of discernment. Pour forth of your spirit, as you promised, Father God. You said, in the last days, I'll pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. And your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions on my handmaids and on my servants. In those days will I pour forth of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And you confirmed it in Joel chapter 2, not just Acts chapter 2. And you said... And this is the scripture that Donald Trump's great aunts were standing on the Hebrides some 70 years ago before that great revival broke out in the Hebrides and spread all around the world. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb. Uh, did Joe Biden form himself in the womb? Did Donald Trump form himself in the womb? 
uh-uh, we're all made in our mother's wombs. Who did that? The Lord. Who spoke us into being? Who spoke Satan into being? The mosquitoes? Wasn't it the Lord Jesus, the word of God, from eternity past? Cut about that. Thus saith the Lord, which made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not.